welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot, these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Ashley, do you know I'm singing? Yeah, you're singing Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy, which we did not sing at karaoke this weekend. Abby is also getting closer every single day to recording her voices for the uh, <laughs> for the voice acting she's going to be trying out for this this coming spring. I'm going to make a mixtape and I'm going to physically <laughs> hand it to all the producers here in Nashville and say, please get me on some commercials. Walking door to door like Taylor Swift, except you're just going for jingles instead of music. <laughs> Precisely. And people will respect the hustle in this modern digital age. You're not a little girl anymore, though. You're a full-grown woman, so it's a little different. <laughs> then I can use my other tactics that we women have. <laughs> show, show a man some simple pleasures. <laughs> Anyways, happy Friday, happy hour. What the hell is going on, you guys? We are coming off a high of this weekend because my friends We're came also on a and low, visited. Though. We're on a high and a low. This last weekend, my friends came and visited, Ashley included, to Nashville. We tore it up. We went to some dive bars. We went to some places with Christmas lights hanging up. The place that we went to on Sunday night, you're welcome for taking you and forcing you to go. It was what I want to do in Montana <laughs> when we go. Yes, 100%. We spanned the test of time. We went to some bougie brunches. We went to a drag queen party bus extravaganza. I don't even know what else you would call it. I was telling a few friends this. That we're not allowed to nap on our group trips. And this has been happening since we took our first one. We're not allowed to nap. We're allowed to take 40 to 60 minutes before dinner. And every mm-hmm. single morning, Abby's alarm starts blaring between 8 and 8.20 a.m. No excuses. And she says, time to start making some memories. And everyone opens their eyes and starts putting on makeup like magic. Yeah. <laughs> Just like magic, everyone snaps out of it and realizes the short, sweet time we have with one another. And they pull themselves out of their hungover slumbers. I even told I told a friend yesterday that I saw. I was like, we... I. I don't drink a lot of dinner. I want to be in the present moment with these people always. <laughs> yeah. Can't get too drunk, girls. You can't remember the memories. <laughs> the memories, Ashley. <laughs> so anyways, if you follow along on our journey, you'll be seeing some content of that in the following weeks at justgowithit.podcast on our Instagram in case you care about what our faces look like. But if you're just here for the voices, that's cool too. And we are here for it our voices It might be kind too. of nice to keep the mystery alive. Yeah. The love alive. Yeah, actually, we'll never see our faces. <laughs> we might not live up to the charisma that you're hearing. So don't go look at the podcast. But if you want to, it's just go with it. <laughs> Anyways, so actually something really fun that I wanted to talk about with you guys that we did this weekend was we downloaded Posse, which is actually the sponsor of today's episode, which is really, really exciting. It's a super cool app that's made for group dating and group trips and planning and just groups in general because there are strength in numbers. Isn't that right, Ashley? Do we want to get kidnapped? No. Do we want an awkward first date? No. So what helps us avoid kidnapping and awkwardness? (laughs) Other people. Other people. And so with my friend group coming in this weekend, we figured that was the perfect time. We downloaded Posse a couple weeks before. It was actually really easy to use. Um, we, you can make your own profile, like any normal dating app. I've been saying they should come out with this for years. Do you remember what I do? Why don't we come up with a competitor? (laughs) 
<laughs> and, and have some other podcast sponsor us. Yeah. Okay. Full circle. What's posse no. spelled backwards? Let's do that. Aesop or something. <laughs> so instead of instead of posse, that really has a good ring to it, doesn't it? Aesop. Instead of posse global, let's do Aesop like domestic or something. Aesop local. <laughs> anyways off track no i've actually been saying they should make group dating apps for a while because i remember on like my hinge and stuff i used to make group profiles whenever i would want to go and meet out with like other fun groups of men at like bars and stuff just because it's so much more fun when there's more people to bounce off of so i would just actually just have my profile i would put pictures of our friends and say this is a group profile for our friends here are our personalities would you like to hang out with us it's like the men get a free comedy show yeah free comedy and so I was doing it before it was cool, but then Posse actually came out with their app and like are doing it much better, clearly. But we downloaded it. You can make your own profiles and then join together as a group and invite your friends. And this is really great also for if you're going on a girl's trip or any kind of friend trip to a new city, if you're like visiting Austin or doing something where you it's not necessarily for a bachelorette maybe but if you want to meet up with other people in the new city and like hang out with some locals you can download Posse and do that too so it's not just for dating also for group trips and I think that's brilliant as well because I'm a big fan of connecting with strangers never been a stranger that you haven't befriended which could get you into trouble one day but song for another time or it could get me to some really cool places <laughs> we'll see and, time will tell in the ground or uh, famous who knows <laughs> one way or the other um yeah so we downloaded it and we met up with some other girls here in nashville and had ourselves a time went out to some bars and it was just really fun getting to know new people and doing the damn thing we didn't see any boys though this was not a no boys this was there. a girls only trip minus my boyfriend this no was new, no new friends no new friends we're not we're not doing the whole boy thing but if we were doing the whole boy thing i would use posse for sure yes so with that happy hour happy friday and we've got a great show for you what we're going to be doing today is we asked all of our fans on instagram so maybe even if you don't want to see our faces go and follow on instagram for more of this type of content. But we asked all of our fans on Instagram to submit their awful first date stories, first and second dates, to show you why group dating is superior to awkward first dates. And then we're going to launch into a heated debate about dating, per usual. This prompted such good responses. You guys really came through. I was so happy to see all of the different answers that we got because there's truly some horrific first date stories out there. And I personally can't relate because I'm just like fantastic on a first date. So thank God we have some material to work with. That's because you you don't let them get a word in edgewise. Yeah. Like literally if they're boring, I'll just fill the air and like have fun by myself and like get drunk. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't you want to take it away with the uh, first one? Alrighty. So we're obviously keeping everyone anonymous. Also, you do voices. So feel free to... (laughs) take it away all right and let's bring it in with our first story i'm so excited this is gonna be so fun let's call this person astrid astrid wrote in to us and i can't wait to read astrid's story so i went on a date with a guy from hinge i had never met before we got dinner and it was fine and we were getting along and then he asked me to drive him back to his house he ubered there I said yes, because which was my first mistake, because I had just met this man two hours before and he easily could have murdered me, lol. We've all been there. 
I just wanted to drop him off outside his house, but he kept begging me to come inside and I was a fool. So I ended up going in. So it turns out it was his parents' house and his parents were literally in their bed asleep upstairs. He took me into his childhood bedroom and it looked like it had not been touched since he was in middle school. Keep in mind, this boy was 24 years old. There were trophies all over the room and stuffed animals on display from when he was a child. It was so disturbing. And I got out of there as soon as I could and I never saw him again, LOL. He was stuffed animals. That is triggering. It's like a shrine to his childhood. That's what his bedroom sounds like. I have a best friend who if she notices, it's our best friend, if she notices that it's out of character that you go somewhere to his house or something or you are not responding and it's too late, she's ready to call the FBI. But, you know, with good reason. With good reason because there's freaks like this out there that like bring you into their parents' bedroom. Like, ew. But if something happened, the parents would hear you scream. That's true. You're not completely alone. That would actually make me feel more safe. That's a good point. <laughs> that actually make me feel better than ever. Kind of nice that the parents were asleep upstairs. <laughs> yeah, it's a little insurance policy. Okay, so not the worst first date story, but also horrific. And I could see that not leading to a second date. Five sure. Ashley, what you got? Oh, it's my turn. Um, this one's short and sweet. It's five lines. Make up so, a name. Make up a name for the girl. So, Natalie. So, I just got a text from Natalie. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, Natalie said, a guy, the second that she sat down with him, opens up with, so I have a lot of red flags for you. And he proceeds. <laughs> oh, that's never good. And he proceeds, not even trying to hide them. He proceeds to list out his red flags, which are he moves around a lot. I'm not sure if he means cities and apartment leases or he just is very fluid around town. Maybe Um, he means he's homeless. (laughs) um, His friends are assholes, quote unquote. He will only let himself hang out with hot people. And he knows that he has mommy issues. Oh, God. Not the mommy issues. That guy's a piece of work. I think the worst one is actually number two, that his friends are assholes. I know, because you're going to have to hang out with those people at lots of functions if you end up dating. Well, two and three actually go together. They're assholes and they're hot, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. <laughs> yeah. But it might be kind of nice to have a ledger. And what if we just uh, adopted that? a boy that? with some ugly friends. Mom <laughs> the story. What if we just adopted that ledger where you just sit down and you lay it all on the line? Here's what I know is bad about myself. Here's what I know is good. I mean, I appreciate his efficiency. Get right to the point. Here's me. Take it or leave it. I'd rather leave it, but he put himself out there. I'd like to know sooner rather than later. I think that's a good first date story. <laughs> Ashley's like, I'll go on a date with him. Do you still know his number? <laughs> what's, what's one of your red flags, Abby? One of my red flags is that I am extremely vain and a narcissist. I am obsessed with myself and I think I'm the best thing since sliced bread. (laughs) What's one? one, Yeah, it is. What's one of your green flags? One of my green flags is that I am sure as hell fun in any situation. No matter what you put me in, you drag me anywhere. I can talk to anyone and have a good time. You don't have to babysit me. I'll find my own way. Could be a red flag if someone codependent. Well, I don't fuck with that. All right, moving on. (laughs) Moving on to my next story. This one is freaking hilarious. It's kind of long, so buckle up. I'll do my best to keep it lively. This one, this person I'm going to name Aaron. So Aaron wrote in. Here we go. So before the pandemic, I went on this Hinge date. Hinge seems to be the uh, dating app of choice. I don't know a soul alive that uses Bumble. 
Really? Yeah. I don't like Bumble as much. I like what it stands for, but anyways, moving on. I went on a hinge date with this guy who was originally from Germany and was living in LA down by the airport. I kind of chickened out the day that the date was. I told him that I couldn't meet him down, down and out like he was too far. Sorry. I think I need to start over. (laughs) Reading's hard. (laughs) Abby's at a fourth grade reading level. (laughs) She has to do her AR reading. It's hard to read in someone else's voice. Like this isn't the way I would word it. Okay. So before the pandemic, I went on a hinge date with this guy who was originally from Germany and was living in LA down by the airport. I kind of chickened out before the day and told him I couldn't meet him downtown because it was too far and I was living in Malibu and he said that he would come up to Malibu. So I said, okay. We grabbed lunch and it was just sandwiches, but his card was declined. I didn't care, but I felt embarrassed on behalf of him. So I offered to pay and then he got really defensive and pulled out another different card and paid with that. The conversation was good for the first hour, and then it took a weird turn when I asked him what he liked to do for fun, thinking he would say something like hiking, working out, etc. He promptly responded with ketamine. In my head, I was like, oh, okay, so we have different hobbies. I like reading. (laughs) He told me that he wanted to be a pilot, and I mentioned that I had family members who were pilots, and that was cool. He asked me if he could speak with them, which I thought was a little bit weird considering it was just a first date. But I let him know that unfortunately these family members had passed away and he got incredibly angry and I got kind of scared. <laughs> oh God, it's just getting worse. I switched up the conversation and asked him what dating in Germany was like. He said it was fine, but girls got weirded out when they went over to his house. Obviously, that was a big red flag. So I asked him why he thought that. He said that they get too political when they see the picture of Hitler above his bed. Immediately, I asked him why he has a photo over his bed of Hitler. And he told me it was because the picture of Hitler had a little boy in it, and the little boy happened to be this guy's great uncle. How I was really. How interesting. This is taking a lot of turns. I know. I'm all over the place. I was really trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I thought, well, you know, you can't fault people for who their ancestors are, but this is incredibly weird that this guy has this picture above his bed. Then it got worse. How could it get worse? Don't forget we started with ketamine as a hobby. I'm on the edge of my seat. (laughs) (laughs) This guy sounds like a hoot. All right, here we go. He said, obviously, what Hitler did was bad, but not all of his policies were terrible. And I still agree with some of the things he stood for. Oh, good heavens. I obviously ended the date right then and there. He texted me later asking to hang out. And I gave him the whole, I don't think this thing is going anywhere thing. And he responded with, okay, well, if you just want to have sex, let me know. I I still can't tell which the worst part is. I was a little stunned and I didn't know what to say. So I just said, okay, I'll let you know. Then I blocked him. What a freak. That is one of the best. Shout out to this girl. I know. What a warrior. What a trooper. What a survivor to go through that experience. So the facts are ketamine, declined card. Declined card. Anger at dead family members. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) pretty bad too. He was mad that they were dead and he couldn't speak to them about his flying. Mm -hmm. Hitler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything that encompasses saying let's just have sex then if that yeah. doesn't fly with you can and then, you was there imagine was there a last one or that was all i think that was it i think that was all the basis can you imagine going over to a boy's house and you're like oh look at the decor on your walls usually it's like a dartboard or like a banner of their favorite football team no it's North a flag. hitler photo 
a flag, a photo, not, not, not a Nazi flag, but usually it's any flag. Yeah, literally, like, I don't know if I would run. I don't know if I would bring it up. Why would like, you advertise that? That's so odd. It's something that you just, I guess, keep in your basement. I don't know if it's someone that you're, I'm not sure. That's still weird. All of it makes me so uncomfortable. And I'm so glad that she shared that story because that's so hilarious. That one's really good. I'm sorry to Aaron. I'm sorry to this woman. Okay, next up. This one's a mid-size one. Okay, so... Give her a name. I love when they have a name. You love when they have a name. I can't ever think of names. I just keep using our names. Teresa. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All names. I like how you need to have a name, but never once in any of these stories do we circle back to the name. (laughs) Yeah, but I just like them to have a persona. It makes them more real, you know? Because these are real people. Unfortunately, these stories are true. Teresa. This guy told me about how... Okay, so... Sorry, I'm like reading this in the wrong voice once again. So basically, I met this guy on Hinge. She had graduated a few years before me. He told me about all that all he was looking for was a wife. And then while we were sitting on the beach, he laid his head down in my lap like a child <laughs> and offered to pay for my drinks after this because, quote, unquote, I probably wasn't making a ton of money. Oh, wow. That one's short and okay. sweet. So the fact is, the facts are that he laid his head in her lap like a child. That's which worse makes for me, me than feel- the money thing. Yeah, much worse because the money thing just makes him an asshole, but the head on the lap makes me feel weird. Makes me feel small and weird. I don't like when boys try to make us feel maternal at this young age that we're at. I don't like when boys try to make you feel maternal at any age unless you're his mother. (laughs) Well, eventually we likely are going to be maternal if we become moms. Yeah, but not necessarily to our husband. No, but I feel like it just happens that way. Freud would have a field day with that one. Freud would. You're kind of dressed like a bouncer. How? <laughs> I don't know. My black puffer jacket. I came to the gym. It just has bouncer energies. Well, gyms have bouncer energy too. Okay, go. I do have bouncer energy. Okay. If you're asking, I will receive. And yes, I decide to name this girl Angela. You're really picking names out of the woodwork that I haven't heard in about 10 years. I'm just doing whatever comes to my little pea-sized brain. How and Angela came. Okay. So this one's from Angela. Our girl, Angie. Angie. So Angie said that essentially one of her prompts on Hinge was something about coming over and building her Ikea furniture with her because she had just moved into a new apartment. So one guy responds to it. They get to messaging back and forth and they get on some really good sexting furniture banter. Whatever that's supposed to mean. He tells her. Whatever the hell. I've never heard that before. She said something involving drill. The word drill. We'll leave it at that. (laughs) Anyways, so he tells her to meet her at an ice cream, to meet him at an ice cream place. When the day comes up, she tells him that she's running a little bit late, messages him on hinge. She shows up and he's not there. So she messages him, where are you? This isn't my fault. Like, here I am waiting for you. And it turns out that he had gone to a bar instead that essentially had the same name as the ice cream place. So they, she's like, okay, well, she's like, okay, well, sorry about that. You told me the wrong place. And he goes off on her on hinge. So she's completely rude and goes off telling her off. About oh. how she, like, stood him up in all of this. So she cries and she gets ice cream alone. Well, at least she got her ice cream. But damn, Weeps that's off not online. cool. Men are entitled. I can't believe, yeah. First of all, he made the mistake by telling her the wrong name. Imagine if he we takes behave- it out on her. If I was a man, I'd be the man. Taylor Imagine Swift. that. If you were a man, I think I'd be scared of you. I'm, people are scared of me now and I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's up next? Uh, Kelly. Okay. <laughs> no, don't do Kelly. Don't do Kelly. Katrina. 
Katrina? <laughs> what if this whole time you were just giving me names from all the hurricanes from the past 15 years? <laughs> and in this scenario, she is working as a server and she meets this other boy that's also simultaneously serving this wedding party. This night, my friends are having a pregame at someone's house and then going to go out after to go bar hopping. So I decide to invite him because we're going to have fun, have food first, and then get the drinking going. I invite this boy to my friend's house and he shows up. What a miracle. What a miracle. We have burgers there. I get to drinking and someplace in between that and going to the first bar in the Uber, I completely black out. Don't remember anything from the first bar. I guess I had some fun. And we, when we finally decide to go home, I'm in the Uber with my other girlfriend, this boy... And his other friend, too. So there's four of us. As we're driving home, about a 30-minute drive down a windy road, I com- I'm completely blacked out, and I start to throw up a little bit <laughs> into my lap oh, all no. over. And then it continues all over the shirt that I borrowed <laughs> from my best friend and roommate. I don't know what to do, and the Uber notices what's going on, and so he pulls over immediately, and I scream, let me out. I get out of the car, <laughs> followed by my girlfriend, and I'm throwing up all over the front of my shirt. The boy and his friend notice what's going on and they try to get out too. And I scream, don't look at me. Keep going. Get back in the car. <laughs> and they, can, they proceed to try and get out of the car. And my friend says, don't look at her. Get back in. And I'm throwing up everywhere. <laughs> and don't let him out. So the two boys get back in the car and the Uber drives away and they leave the two of us on the side of PCH. We proceed to walk to the nearest gas station where I throw up all over the toilet. And eventually my best friend calls another Uber back home. Wow. That's a lot of vomit. (laughs) That is the quintessential story of when you invite someone new into your life and you just want to look cool and impress them. So then you get way too drunk and things go awry. I have a statement for all of the women out there because I can relate to people inviting stragglers to your home. And it's that (laughs) looking back on it, do it go ahead invite stragglers but like let's be more cautious i know that i would be like okay front door's open when we go out like here's my purse line all over the house and here are mm-hmm. here's my jewelry like line everywhere doors are open you want to look around upstairs go <laughs> looking <laughs> back on the bathroom it, upstairs sure <laughs> looking back on it literally don't do that that's the dumbest thing i've ever done in my entire life we were so trusting in college. Actually. I remember one time we rented a party bus and some girl that we were kind of friends with was on it. And she brought a boy back that she met at the bar that was just like some 20 something year old man and brought him into our house when we got home. And me and my roommate were looking at her and we were like, well, get him out of here. And she was like, I don't know how to make him leave. And I was like, that's not our problem. <laughs> he's sitting yeah, on our this couch. Is our house. And he's a stranger. Take him to your house, not mine. Yeah, that's so, so odd. Yeah. College was a fever dream. I'm convinced. The fever dream of it all. Okay. Up next. Okay. What's your name for this gal, this little lady? This next little lady that's up is named Patty. Where are you pulling these out of the woodwork from? Deep within the recesses We're of my brain. We're in a dive bar in Montana and there's woodwork, wood paneling on the walls and that's the woodwork and you're pulling these names out. Correct. Patty's next. <laughs> okay. So for Patty, she essentially, yeah, people type like in short form, I might as well have Morse code. Um, so she goes on a date. She goes on a skiing date with a boy. After that, I go and get lunch with a boy on the mountain. He has First an invis- of all, sorry, a skiing date sounds very involved. Like that's really intense for a first date, don't you think? I know. I've known multiple people that have done this. High school My and goodness. college friends. And I couldn't. That's so brave. Good for you. That's so brave. Yeah. It's a long drive. Anyways, 
He has Invisalign and puts his retainer and a napkin on the table. This is a first date also. We weren't paying attention, but one of the servers cleared the table and took his retainer away. And he ended up dumpster diving for 40 minutes trying to find it. And he did. A mood killer for the rest of the days. Day. Ew. First of all, if you're going on a date, I don't care if you're trying to straighten your teeth. Don't wear your Invisalign retainer if you're going to be eating. So you have to put it on you the You can table. spare like a few hours of that. One day. That is like... We've been dating for six months behavior, putting the retainer on the table. That is not first date behavior. What is wrong with him? If they were to keep dating, though, he can't keep not wearing his Invisalign. <laughs> no, of course. I'm saying, like, once they're comfortable and they know each other, like, sure, put that retainer in. Take it out. I don't care. <laughs> put that retainer but in. <laughs> on our first date, when you're trying to put your best foot or your best teeth forward, how about we're not taking the retainer out and putting it on the table? It's gross. <laughs> Best gross, teeth gross. forward. Best teeth forward would be a good um, merch line for an orthodontist. You're right. I'll do okay. some more brainstorming. With that next up, I need another name. And last but not least, from Leanna, we have a story yeah. to to bring us in on this caboose of horrible, horrible first date stories. Thank you, Leanna, for writing in. That's not her real name, by the way. Here we go. I started chatting with a guy on an app who wanted to meet up. He suggested a spot and referred to it as a quote unquote fish place. Fast forward a few days and lo and behold, it is not a seafood restaurant like I assumed, but an aquarium store. This would not have a been A store so or an aquarium restaurant? An aquarium store. Are they selling like hot dogs? Just like. I don't know. Let's continue. This would not have been so tragic if he were to actually engage with me, but I spent a very painful hour walking among clownfish and then eating the ceviche I spite ordered myself next door. Ironically, he did not like seafood while playing the silent game with him and losing every time. Turns out some people have a very high tolerance for silence on a first date and I am not one of them. You and me both, sis. If so, he can't banter back with you, what is the point? I'm confused about the word store in this scenario. When we say aquarium store, do we mean the gift shop at the aquarium? An aquarium-themed store? Well, she's walking around with clownfish, so I feel the like... The aquarium itself? And maybe the gift shop sold ceviche? <laughs> the ceviche is from next door. So, I think an aquarium store, I'm picturing like a pet store that's like fish-focused. Oh, I'm thinking the actual aquarium. You're thinking a pet store. I understand. Yes, like it's not a seafood I'm restaurant. Like it's the not aquarium. a fun aquarium. A fun aquarium date. Sign me up for that. Yeah, like the Aquarium of the Pacific. Sign no, me up. Cute. But just a no, pet no. store. A rinky dink it's pet store. A rinky dink pet store. And imagine a man asking you on a first date to a fish store and then not talking to you. Your local pet city. See, all of these things to say, all of these horrific, uncomfortable, hilarious, but horrible stories are to say that group dating is the way to go. It is the way to go in our social media generation where there are freaks everywhere. People can lie on the internet about who they are. More and more, everybody's just meeting on the internet these days anyways. App season. Got it. Okay, well, I just said this was the last one, but this is the last, last one. Are we sure? We this sure is the last, last one that was in the files of my phone, and I can't tell if this one or the Nazi ketamine is worse. <laughs> I mean... God, I can't wait. Yeah, so... This girl. Wait, I have to name her. Oh, name her. Iggy Azalea. No, it has to be someone from the woodwork. Inez. Inez. <laughs> Inez wrote this in. Again, lots of like spread out messages. So let me like rephrase some stuff. Okay. So she says that she goes on a date with this boy and they chose to go trespassing at these hot springs. Trespassing? Ooh, yeah. scandalous. 
Yeah, they go to these hot springs you hike in. So they're at the hot springs, and then after that, they go back to his place. You've got some outdoorsy-ass girls writing in, <laughs> let me tell you. When I get first dates, it's like dinner or drinks. Like, good heavens. They go back to his place. So Cute. basically, they start hooking up. Date finishes. She starts to go. She gets in her car. She starts driving home. She's on these roads that are rural, clearly, because hot springs were around. And a cop pulls her over. He's chatting it up with her. Um, she's like, Why me pull, why'd you pull me over? All this stuff. He's chatting it up. He notices that she was at, oh, I'm sorry. I've had a key component. I think he takes her to get his car, her car back from the hot springs. So he notices I'm leaving. He's like, why are we at those hot springs? You know, you can't, you can't um, trespass in all of this. And he says the one that has trespassers has a lot of fornication going on. And so she keeps talking to him. He lets her go. And she feels all out of sorts and jumbled up and stuff. So she's like, let me look in the mirror and straighten myself out. And when she looks in the mirror, she notices that she has, uh, she had noticeably, which the cop probably noticed while he was talking to her, this man's semen in her hair. (gasps) (laughs) No. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That is so horrific. While she was chatting up the cop about the fornication and the trespassing. Okay. I, I'm sorry to this woman. I'm sorry, Inez. That's well, really rough. All's well, it ends well. <laughs> That's really, really funny, That actually. was not on the boy. That was more on... Well, I guess it could... Well, it was on both parties. <laughs> it's on everyone. It's on, on everyone. Be Blood's better. Blood's on, Blood's on everyone's hands. <laughs> I would die, I think, if somebody saw me with semen in my hair. Yeah. And... Um, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, that's a good one to end on. And all of this to say, all of these horrific stories to say, that group dating is the way to go because you probably won't end up with semen in your hair. Or Nazi above, Nazi framed poster above the bed. (laughs) Yeah, I just feel like there is such strength in numbers. And even if something really weird happens, you at least have your friends by your side to like laugh about. Another good thing is like if things are going south, you can just leave. Like you have your posse of friends, you can make something up and be like, see ya, you know? It's harder to do that with one-on-one. I'm fanning myself. Hopefully I'm not in menopause. Are you sweating? Like what's going on? It's so hot. In your closet? (laughs) No, like outside. It's like so hot. I can't imagine. I'm like sweating. I was dripping sweat when I got off the plane. Like, and I can't imagine flying with little kids one day. Like I can't. I'm dripping sweat alone. God, yeah, that sounds awful. Anyways, back on track. So I think then what we should do is we should launch into a personal dating discussion with some thought-provoking questions and our stances on them. Okay. Take it away, Glenn. Take it away, Glenn on the keys. All right. I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about dating and some of them might be controversial. How many messages do you think you should message with someone on an app before you get, like, before they ask you out? A, that's part A, and part B, if it's like maybe five or seven messages in and they haven't asked you anything, do you just let it go completely or will you flip the script and say, we should grab drink some time and see if he makes a plan? Hmm, that's a good question. question. Yeah. I, so as for the number of messages before you should go out with them, I don't really think it should be a number of messages. I think it's more like a number of days. If you've been talking to oh, okay, someone interesting. on an app- for three to five days, that should be enough time to know whether or not you would choose to go on a date with this person. When you say three to five days, do you mean like three messages a day or do you mean like a little bit of back and forth? 
Definitely a little bit of back and forth. There has to be banter. If the banter's not there and there's not at least a few jokes being thrown around or something clever or witty or creative, then I don't even waste my time. Goodbye. You're boring. Show me something else. Another thing to answer your second question, I think a lot of girls anyway kind of put a lot of pressure on the guy thinking that the guy has to do all the work. And like if the guy doesn't ask them out or suggest that they want to go on a date, then they're just going to sit back with their arms crossed like, well, he's not asking me to go on a date. No, this is a two way street. If somebody's funny and you're hitting it off, not just don't just do it right away off the bat of nowhere at the beginning. But if you if you guys are having banter, say I'm there's this really cool restaurant I've been wanting to try out or this place I want to get drinks. Would you want to go? Or like, are you free Friday? Like, just say something. Show me a shot. I get like conflicting opinions from TikTok and people on Instagram. Um, Do you think that it's like, I feel like people always, sorry, I'm like going off topic in a weird convoluted way. But I feel like people on Instagram are always saying if he doesn't say, okay, Thursday drinks at the bungalow at 7 p.m., that if he doesn't say that, if he just says, so are you free for drinks on Thursday, that you should cut him loose, that he should have a hard and fast plan for what your itinerary no, no. is going to be. I think I that's think, harsh. I think that's harsh too. I think that's harsh because I love a man that takes initiative. Don't get me wrong. If somebody came up with a plan, they were like, we're going to this place and we're going to go there and I'm going to pick you up at seven. I think that's kind of hot. Like, please, yes, have a plan. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it's nice when they give you some input. For example, my boyfriend that I'm dating now showed initiative, said he wanted to take me out. And then he said, there are three restaurants I've been wanting to try. I'm going to let you pick. So then I get to have some power. And he showed me three restaurants that he wanted to take me and I got to choose. And I think that was nice. I also don't mind the, are you free on Thursday? What, like, kind of, like, fill out the situation vibe. Right, because... Like, situationally. And then I respond Sometimes guys with, are nervous, too. It's not like they hold all the cards. Like, maybe he just wants to feel out if you'd even be interested. Out. yeah. And maybe I just like being in control a little bit because it's like, oh, thank you for, like, not saying it hard and fast. Why don't I, in some ways, suggest now? Because so that I'm more had, comfortable with it. Right. It's a comfortability thing. And I've had guys also message, like, it's Friday night, period, 7 p.m., period, be there, That period. sounds like us talking. I know, but it's like, sir, I don't know you from Adam. Like, that's yeah. not funny or cute. That just makes me feel weird. Yeah. I would rather a boy be like, I think you're really cute and funny, and I love where this conversation's going. Would love to take you on a date Friday. Are you available? Don't assume we're not busy. We're busy all the time. Okay? Which leads into my next one, which I think I've said this before. This is another harsh rule. If he doesn't text you to confirm that you're on for tonight by like 4 or 5 p.m. and then like later, if he follows up way too late or is like, what happened? Do you say that you, he never confirmed. So you thought it wasn't on. Like, do you need the confirmation by the afternoon, the day of? I think yes. that's another hard and fast rule. It's important to confirm. I don't think I would ever go physically to the date where we had planned to meet if there was no conversation, you know, a few hours before just confirming the details. I don't think, again, I wouldn't be sitting there with my arms crossed. He didn't text me at 5 p.m. And if he didn't text me by this time, it's over. Sometimes people are busy. There are extenuating circumstances. But no, if he's very clearly blowing you off, I will not be going to the date. And men should take initiative. I agree on that front. Yeah. But I wouldn't be as harsh as some of these other people say to be. Yeah, good heavens. Like, are we just trying to be single the rest of our lives? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you have a hard and fast rule about kissing versus not kissing or like going home on the first date? 
I do not have a hard and fast rule about kissing. I think kissing is harmless and fun and that everyone should kiss everyone unless the date's not going well because there should be no reason there should be a reward of a kiss at the end of a terrible date just because you feel like you owe him something or if he pays for dinner Oh, you never owe anyone anything. No, absolutely not. Unless you're really vibing with the guy and you want to kiss him, kiss him. Oh my God. Like show some initiative. If you want him to kiss you, lean into him a little bit, laugh at his jokes a little bit louder towards the end of the night, touch his arm, touch his hand. It's statistically impossible not to have someone kiss you if you're within like seven inches of each other and making eye contact. Yeah, literally, like when you're in the car, just linger it's the eye contact. Stats show, statistics show that stats show. All you have to do is have five seconds of courage. I've been living by this rule my whole life. It's gotten to me into some weird positions, but also some good ones. If you have five seconds of courage and you're like, I'm just going to look flirtily at this man because I want him to kiss me, your five seconds of courage will pay out. Oh. You cut out. I said I got me into some weird positions. It's gotten me in some weird positions, but it's also gotten me some good ones. If you have five seconds of courage and you say, I'm going to flirtily stare at this man because I want this man to kiss me, then your five seconds of courage will pay off and maybe you'll kiss and then maybe you'll go on another date and then maybe you'll fall in love and then he'll be the father of your children. But he won't know that you're into him unless you flirt with him. Boys are dumb. They don't get it. I can flip that on its script also. This is from the TV show Lost where the main character tells Dating advice from Lost, nothing like <laughs> he's it. Like, he's like, all you have to do is count down from 10 and be mm-hmm. really, really, really scared for those 10 seconds. And then when, once you're done counting down, then just go for it. Totally. And also I think it's important early on, maybe not always like first date, but first or second date, it's important to know if this person can kiss well or not. Because if they're terrible at it, who wants to continue dating but them? But if they're, the, if they're the love of your life, you can coach them through it. Okay, that's, you know... Okay, there's that's exceptions to the rule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that's okay. kind of rough. Here's another question. Days. Here's another question for the peanut gallery. Throw them at me. You know how quick my mind works? Give me what you got. I should be studied. Okay, so another question <laughs> for the peanut gallery. So set the scene. You're at your favorite bar. You meet this really attractive man. You end up, he buys you a few drinks. You end up making out with him. Also, let the, let the audience know what your favorite line is. Are you going to kiss me or not? Yeah, if you look at someone and say that, that's also a stat show. It's impossible for them not to kiss you. Statistics <laughs> do not lie. Tried and true by about five people that we know. That's that's all that matters, though. It's a good Anyways. line, you guys. It's also a... Is it a Lady Antebellum song? It's not Lady Antebellum, but it's a country song. Okay. Um. So you're at a bar. You end up making out with this boy. You hit it off so well. Whole Everyone's groups are kind of vibing. Things are fun. It's time to go home. You Is this a man that you plan to go on a date with or some random you met at the bar? No, random man at the bar. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> and so things are going off. Do you A, let him go and wait for him to say, what's your number? What's your Instagram? Never Snapchat, mm-hmm. obviously. And if obviously. he if he does give you one of those, you probably might text him on the way home on the Uber just a little bit. And then radio silence for the next five days. But you felt like you kind of had a lot in common. Do you turn around and text him at some point in time or do you just let it go because it's flash in the pan? I think that you text him at some point in time because we're grownups now and who cares if he doesn't answer? What do you have to lose? Yeah, what do you have to lose? We're but not- some people would say if he wanted to, he wouldn't. And if he doesn't want to, then let him go completely. Okay, so you're saying you gave him your number? Well, you guys exchange numbers. or Okay, so you each have each other's number. Yeah, you might have texted um, in the Uber on the way home. Yeah, I would reach out. If I yeah. liked the guy enough, if I was attracted to him and we had a fun time together. I'm like, what I do you mean, have to lose? Literally, I am such an advocate for shooting your shot. 
if anybody he, needs any courage shooting their shot, send me a DM. <laughs> and if he doesn't, I'll give you some hype. And if he doesn't answer, you're right back where you started from. Yeah, nothing to lose, only to gain. Yeah. Okay, so next question for the peanut gallery. You are dating a boy, casually dating. You met him on Hinge. At what date, because I heard someone talking about this on a podcast today, at what date do you have sex with him? See, again, I feel like we have been conditioned as a society by rom-coms that it's like date number three or date number four or five or whatever the dumb rule is. And why are, like, no, 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 no. There are no hard, fast rules. There are no times when you should or shouldn't have sex with someone. You are just vibing. No words, just vibes. Are things going well? Are you comfortable around him? Do you want to sleep with him? If you don't want to sleep with him, then don't. If you do feel like you do, then do it. No one gives a fuck what date you're on. Uh, Well, in the podcast I was listening to today, like for sure do whatever you want. Serena Karen, what is her name? Kerrigan was the guest Mm -hmm. um, from TikTok. She's like the Samantha Jones of our generation. And she was like, literally do whatever you want. But she said she's never had sex with someone on a first date and felt good about it after. I will agree with that one. I think not even from a feel good about it afterwards perspective from our end. I just think it sets an interesting precedent in the man's mind. And this is probably hypocritical or double standards or all of those things that unfortunately exist, but it's true. They exist. And I think a lot of guys will think differently of you if you sleep with them on the first date and they'll probably think you as undateable. And if we're going to think about Tinks's box theory, they will probably put you in the hookup box and not the dateable box. So if you want to date someone, if you want to hook up with them, great, please, by all means hook up with him. But if you want this boy to think of you, take you seriously, think of you as someone he could date, don't sleep don't sleep with him on the first date. That's what I would say. Ooh, and it's all right and it's coming. I was oh, today. It had been, it had been like a week. I was feeding for down. it. <laughs> um, Intermission. Ooh, yeah. All right, now, all together. You know what we should do one day? We should try and like just like on a lazy afternoon, we should go onto a sidewalk and like maybe try to perform a little and like put a bucket and see what happens. Get a bucket and see what happens. Ashley, what <laughs> talent do you think we have that we don't have? Like Nobody even if we're just to hear a screech on the side of the road. <laughs> even if we're just use your drumsticks that you love. Uh, I think we could karaoke actually. I take it with all a carry a portable karaoke machine. Then it's a show. Then it's really a show. Oh, this one is a controversial one, like not in a weird way, just people have different opinions. Do you follow someone on Instagram before you even go on a date? Just because like I'd like to see more about your face because I want to make sure that you're very normal and friendly and happy because that's my hot take. Or I've heard other people that are saying, wait, at least like four dates, which what's the big deal? It's just Instagram. You're right. What is the big deal? That's interesting. Because I think Um, it's nice to get a read on these people and what they look like before you even go out with them. Yeah. And I know social media isn't everything, but I think... But it's something. It's It's something. something. It's something to work off of. Okay. My hot take is that if they are public on social media, I wouldn't follow them until at least four dates in. That gives you the power. That gives you the leg up. You can stalk them all you want, see what they're posting, see what their friends are like, see what they're up to, and then still come off as like mysterious and nonchalant. Like, oh, I didn't need to follow you on Instagram. Like, whatever. I guess I will now. Four dates later. Or if they're private on Instagram, I feel like 
I might follow them. Because it's nice to know they're normal, right? Yeah. It is nice to know. Um, I'm trying to think of what I've done in the past. I feel like I've lucked out with a lot of guys who were public, so I could just kind of scroll around and look before the first date. But if they're private, that's really hard. Because that also leaves more room for them to be catfishy in terms of... Really true. We're just covering our bases here. Yeah, we're just trying to be safe. (laughs) We're just trying to not get killed. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? That's all we can do. (laughs) Okay, so... With that, that's our show. With that, that's our show. And this entire episode was sponsored by Posse, a group dating app that is we're so excited to be a part of and we're so excited to share with you guys. Um, it's a newer, newer brand, but we're excited. It's definitely going to take off, definitely going to expand. I'm excited to see where it goes. I think the idea behind it is brilliant. And as you can see from this episode, one-on-one dates can turn out so horribly, so... Group dating is where it's at, you guys. Strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. All right. And next week, we've got more guests for you. And we'll take a break from just two bumbling idiots. That's another podcast title we should have used, two bumbling idiots. Um, <laughs> but we've got, two, two bumbling idiots. Yeah, we've got some more um, guests lined up for you in the coming weeks. And like I said, that's our show. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and go ahead and leave us a review. If you're looking for even more comedic, relatable content, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at justgowithit.podcast. That's all for now. And don't forget to just go with it.